We're hearing a traditional Chinese tune performed on piano and the ancient instrument, the guzhong. It's the background for two stories we're about to hear, each involving Chinese families, the love of music, and the disruption of the tradition. The first story comes from a new novel by Orville Schell, award-winning journalist, expert on China, and director of the Center on U.S.-China Relations at the Asia Society. The book is titled My Old Home, a Novel of Exile. In one scene, we join a father and son during China's Cultural Revolution. Li Tongshu was quietly clearing up after dinner when, just as a wild animal freezes upon hearing the snap of a twig in the forest, he suddenly froze. Holding a bowl in one hand and the kitchen cleaver in the other, he walked to the front door and cracked it open to listen. From the other side of the gray brick wall that surrounded their courtyard came the muffled din of agitated voices and the thudding of a drum. A moment later, a strident pounding sounded on their gate. But what is it? a panicked little Lee asked. You must put on your coat, ordered his father. What is it? His father did not answer. Instead, as if he were acting out a script long since committed to memory, he walked to his piano and sat down on the bench. The father lifted the fallboard, positioned his slender hands over the keyboard, and began to play J.S. Bach's chorale Jesu Joy of Man's Desiring. As the music suffused the room like a sweet fragrance, it reminded Little Lee of how his father had played such chorales at night when he was younger, as he fell asleep. Whenever his father played this particular transcription, he always began with the simple hymn-like melody before slowly building the piece from the bottom up, part by part, as he imagined Bach had composed it. As he played, he sang along softly. Little Lee had always waited in anticipation for the moment when the descant line finally entered before allowing himself to float off to sleep on the wings of the chorale's lullaby-like purity. But whereas Li Tongshu usually played chorales with extraordinary gentleness, now his eyes were closed and his face upturned as if he were straining to hear some faraway call. As the din in the alley swelled, he pounded out the chorale melody with even fiercer resolution. Then, just as he introduced the familiar obligato, the front gate flew open with a splintering crash and the cacophony of hostile, hoarse voices, pounding drums and clashing gongs grew suddenly louder. From watching other counter-revolutionary elements paraded and attacked in public, Little Lee knew his father's hour of judgment had arrived. Down with the American spy, Ling Tong Shu, shrieked an angry voice from the shadows. Down with all bourgeois music and foreign spies, another voice responded. 
Li Tong Shu continued to stubbornly hammer out the chorale. Father, cried little Li, running to the piano, you must stop. But as if music might somehow tame the strident voices outside, he kept playing. They're in the courtyard, stop. Only when little Li tugged at his father's sleeve did his father open his eyes. But instead of stopping, he continued playing. Just then, a tall red guard in a khaki-colored greatcoat appeared on the veranda and, surprised to see a boy standing beside a grown man at a piano, cast a hesitant glance backward toward his comrades, who'd fallen silent. As the music floated through the open door out into the darkness, the intruders seemed unsure how to proceed against such unexpected enemies of the people. And like a film projector frozen on a single frame, for a moment, the scene remained in a state of suspended animation. Long live Chairman Mao, a voice finally cried out. That from the new novel just issued by Penguin Random House, My Old Home by Orville Schell. Orville Schell spoke on Frontline in 2006, and he said, I don't think one has to be too indelibly Western to believe that the past does live on. And indeed, nobody had a greater and deeper appreciation of the relevance of history than China itself. In traditional times, dynastic histories were written. They were always studied. Lessons were learned. When things went awry, China had a way of turning back to look at several millennia to see what was the proper way to rule, what was rectitude for a leader, what were the values that needed to be restored to society. To be so ahistorical now is, in a certain sense, a violation of a whole tradition in Chinese culture of using the past to correct the future, to keep straight with the past words of Orville Schell on Frontline. This is a musical memorial tribute to a political official from China's past who had that deep understanding of rectitude and proper values for those who govern. Kathy Wong performs here. She is very moved by this piece and the story it tells. Dr. Kathy Wang from Lackawanna County lived through those terrifying times in China of the Cultural Revolution, and she will never forget the distinguished builder of pianos who risked his freedom and perhaps even his life so that she could develop her musical talents and keep the tradition of Guzhong performing alive. Dr. Wang is a medical doctor specializing in endocrinology and traditional Chinese medicine. She is a rostered master artist in the Folk and Traditional Arts Partnership with the Pennsylvania Council on the Arts and the Everhart Museum in Scranton. 
Dr. Wong will be featured in the Everhart's Second Sunday series as part of that initiative. And in anticipation of that online program on July 11th, we have a conversation with Kathy Wong from one of her visits to the WVIA studios when she performed and talked about her beloved instrument. This 21-string plug instrument from ancient China at least have more than 3,000 years history. And of course, along the culture developing the instrument itself be developed from very beginning stage to now. Now this instrument quite fit the modern orchestra. The very beginning, the zheng is like a one-piece wood curved inside the hollow. Then still can hold the tone like this. That need a year and years prepare because the wood need go through all different weather and need to dry in a certain way and have the musician have the technique to finish. Of course, the important thing need to point out is the string. At the very beginning, the player used the real nail, the human nail, and just a silk string. So it's okay because at that time, the instrument only played in the Empire Palace, very small area, not on the stage like here. But along the culture, it's a different generation by generation. Now the guzheng fit into the regular orchestra. The silk string just way not enough to handle the volume. So they developed the zheng, used the metal string or the nylon, pretty much like a partial piano or harp string. And uh, so human nail couldn't handle it anymore. So we developed have this plug. Little bit like a guitar, but it's a, a different way because of the way, the direction, angle we play, the touch the string, it's different. It's really fit a human hand moving. So it's a different angle, different shape. And we use the tape, tape the plug on the front, like opposite of the nail side. At the very beginning, do have a one style is faded behind, but it's still not strong enough. So the final we develop today. I don't know tomorrow, next generation, how they develop, but well, definitely. As you got ready to play for us, you were tearing tape and putting the yeah. picks on almost all of the fingers. At the very beginning, I only, when I was very young, I do the three finger only. Then technique development required more, so I got a four, and now it's a both hand. Before it's only right hand, and now double hand needed. But I always leave certain hand without it because the tone is different. You can see I have one piece show the sadness, and I use my real finger without the plug. It's much different than the more soft the way. And that's one of the things that we notice when we hear it, that it's such an expressive instrument. It could be like a human voice because of the various expressive effects. Expressive. People said that Gu Zheng can be harp and the piano combined. And the human's voice really have a lot of emotion and the expression can come from the one instrument. So you fell in love with the sound. That's uh, the question everyone asks, how you pick this instrument? I think because uh, my major, I was in the medical family, traditional Chinese medicine, and uh, influenced by the Taoism a lot. So Taoism 
they always believe a human being it's one of the species in the universe. So really respect the nature. Everything is nature. So the sun is one part of the nature. And uh, follow the traditional Chinese, doesn't matter, a philosopher, Yi Jing, or medicine, all come from the same roots. And uh, other than yin, yang, qi, and uh, we believe everything in this world and to the five elements, like metal, wood, earth, and water. So the five elements you can use for every direction. You use the physics, it's okay. Use the daily life and the medicine. And also in the medicine, we match with different organ, like an in organ, like wood is a liver and fire, it's hard. So everyone have their location. And it's worked because follow the nature in traditional Chinese medicine. We try to balance people's qi and really just because your qi, if really yin and yang and five elements all worked together in harmony, and you will be a healthy body. Qi in English, energy? It's energy, yeah. Qi, you can consider that it's energy. This energy has to be balanced. It's a balanced energy, actually. You don't want to be unbalanced. You will go to another way. So if children say, oh, I want to be more young or more, you don't want to be more any of them. You have to be balanced. So you will be standing on the floor like a human being the same way. In Western, we believe the God made the person. But it doesn't matter who made it. You always, the head face to the sky and your feet stand on the ground. So the ground gave you the chi and you have to use the efficiently and the balance. So either way, you don't want to go to the sky. You couldn't fly everywhere. You, you can jump and you still come down, right? You have to have a relationship with your neighbors, with your co-worker, with everyone. But spiritually, you have to believe in something. Doesn't matter, you're a Christian, you're, you're a Buddhist, you're Taoist, exactly the same on a certain level. So what we hear in the mountain water piece, for example, talk to us a little bit about that, how that might fit in that scheme. Yeah, actually, it's a Chinese philosopher. Everything is not alone. You have to relate it with other things. Not only in, not only young, you have to relate it. So mountain without water, running water, or the creek, or anything in the mountain is not pretty as itself. It couldn't stand there by itself, actually. And the water, the same way. Without mountain, you couldn't go to the curve the different way, and no one come to see you, how pretty. So if you quietly listen to that mountain and running water, you can see that the first piece is to show the high mountain, how grand the mountain is, but it still have water in it. And the end piece is more water, but it do have a waterfall, like Niagara Fall, and do have some small creek, and even have the little dripping water. So in traditional Chinese, always think soft, always win the heart. Water, long time just dripping, can make the stone have a hole. So it is true in the lifetime. So at the very beginning, when I was young, only just follow the music, the score, you just play right. But the, the more you play along your knowledge grow, I think we 
understand a lot of deep meaning, what they try to show you, why this piece can come along this far, thousands, thousands years, and people still respect us the best, perfect piece for the instrument. And they do have a very deep meaning. So I really love to always to play this piece. And when you suggest that at the start, there's the mountain, but there's the water, and then there's the water, but there's the height that we get the sense that the water's falling. It's like what we know of the yin and the yang symbol with the little bit of one in each of the others. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. never one or the other, but there's a little bit of... They, they balance with each other. In terms of your being drawn to the instrument, is it something you wanted to do, or how did music come into your own life? I think my parents gave us a lot of influence too because they are very musical. But for the instrument, which one I pick, and the story have to relate it with Cultural Revolution. During early 60s and this Cultural Revolution, this instrument be banded completely because they think it belong to bourgeoisie. Like all the traditional revolutioner couldn't have the music like this. So... I'm the one always willing to learn, other than medicine, and I think the music always on top of my life. And the, this one, no one to learn, and hardly to find any teacher. My first instrument, a small student instrument, only have a 13 string, and the government try to control the people, they take the bridge away. Just like a violin, you don't play this. Violin without no bridge, you, you couldn't play, right? This one too. They take all the bridge away, and I had a, able to have this uh, little practice instrument. So what it can do, and it happened, uh, one of the musicians, and the, actually I always want to write something to memory him, Mr. Lin Bingyan. He's the first one to make the first piano in China. It's really high honored, and academic, very strong person. And it happened that he taking care of my piano teacher's piano. When he heard I had a zheng without the bridge, he made the whole set with use the piano, the wood, and very late, almost midnight, knocked our door and just sent in, said, don't mention anything, don't say any words, just practice. I think the reason I so love my instrument, I really just always remember that moment for appreciate. My parents is in geology professor and he's a music. It's not really work in the same department. Only thing he know me through my piano teacher and he just volunteered. Not cost anything at all, just the whole sets. And he took a risk for you. He could have gotten uh -huh. into terrible trouble. It is. So he knocked the door that late and then not couldn't see anything. Just passed to you and practice the good as you can. That's it. I always remember this. So you were involved actually in keeping a tradition alive. Yes, I really, I think that's my personal interest, but I do have, just like everyone grew up, you really receive the love from all different directions everywhere. Without their love, I couldn't stay here this far. So I always remember my first set bridge come from. And where did you hear the music? How did you get music to play or know how when you got the bridge then? You really do not have anything, no source. But we find from a friend, friend from one of the conservatory university, a teacher can play some. So we just find her privately. 
very difficult to learn. Mm -hmm. That's early time. Later on, this instrument by 90s, I think everything political situation get back to normal. It's not really limited like then. Everyone all started to learn. Now you can see 100 Zheng on the same stage and play. It's very interesting. To know that your instrument was actually banned. At that time, we have a half instrument. We just dreamed hold to go to bed. Really want to have a way to play as best as we can. It is very difficult at that time. You suggested to us that there's a relationship between the language and the music, the Chinese language and the music in the development. Yeah, I think it just this come from the culture and language. Actually, human beings started the same way, but the entire Asian, especially Chinese language, stay in character, not go to alphabet. So their instrument music just developed in a really different way. Also, very interesting things. During the Asian time, only men, like you have a social life in charge of the country. So most instruments played by the men. It's their friend to release their stress. And the most piece is for like how to express their feeling towards the country, towards the empire. A lot of people come from, oh, like, uh, I'm so wonderful and never be used in the right place. So most people, it's like that. Tell us the story of this fascinating government official. This is Qu Yuan, which, yeah, the gentleman, I always respect him. And not only is he like a pretty high governor during that time, that would be 274, something around there, true, when the, he was pretty high position and uh, have a, a lot of good idea for the country, for the people. But uh, somehow, like here, the politician, he always have competition and uh, never be realized and uh, also be criticized. And the uh, Asian time, when they criticize someone, just send them far away, away from the capital. So this Mi Luojiang is the one he be sent to. And he's still there try to involve into country's politics and try to promote himself to the current empire or something, but no one bothered to believe him. That's why finally he decided drowned into Milo Mi River to end his life. He really think his dream never able to come to true. So that's now we in this country we have this uh, dragon Dragon Ball Festival, that's all from there. By the lunar year, every 5th of May, and have this Dragon Ball Festival. In the entire country, have a, a very strong tradition just for respect, memory him, and the way he eat this Zhongzi. People can right now here, the market have some, like Asian market that will sell this bamboo wrapped, all this gluey, sweet rice stuff we call Zhongzi. That's awful. Memorize him the day he drowned into the lake. And we can hear that in the music. You plucked the string and we could hear his moving into the water and yes. just all that was left. So just da, 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 get in. The entire lake, it's quiet and just... Mm, that's it. Then the message passes around the people village and the people started to cry. You can see the cry too. That's a very interesting. 
I picked that piece just want to make a comparison with the traditional piece, more nature, and the, the modern piece. It's combined. Do have a nature in it, but do have a lot of modern technique. It's really no different with Western music anymore. Do you offer recitals? Yes, I try to go out once per month because of my lifestyle is too busy. And you see it as cultural exchange. Yes, that's what the, my purpose. Of course, is I actually wanted to keep it one of my traditional Chinese medicine practice. The Daoians always do this, like a higher guru always treat certain patient by the patient situation and play some piece for them. Go back to let them listen. Also, it's very interesting. A reason I just realized in Chinese character. Medicine and the music. The only different is music. It's a center of the medicine, that character, and the only add a little grass on top. It's mean herb we can consider. So you can see how important music in Chinese medicine. It's the center of the medicine. So there's that relationship between the language and the music. You're saying that the character that represents the word medicine. Is related directly to the character that represents music. Yeah, I think it's just for the person's spirit. You have to be very happy and relax, in peace. Then no any problem will come to you. And again, that balance,、mm-hmm. and it can happen through the vibrations. Yeah. And if you, as the performer, are balanced, and that's part of your responsibility, I have it, to keep myself balanced. And it's very heavy exercise, actually, and it's very good. I really want to introduce to the seniors or someone have a little time, and it's very good for your brain because your top level, the body is moving, and directly increase your brain circulation, and also you use the ten finger to play the technique, and will develop your brain, keep your brain. Never retired. So when we see people doing tai chi or something, actually the same way, you can see I play it. Use my entire chi get into my fingertip. It is a practice, and my mind have to be very pure and like a concentrate, high energy to concentrate there. Otherwise, you couldn't get it that way. You have training both in traditional and Western medicine. Medical school I'm attend it's a Western medicine school, but the school in China we requirement you have to take the traditional Chinese medicine also, and plus I involved from the family can be like a fourth generation the medicine, so it's quite different. When I get into college level, just for the polished my theory actually. And you've done research,、mm-hmm. so again, you're balanced in that regard. Yeah, I'm very happy. I always ask myself, if I'm really get directly into the music major, what I am today. So I'm very happy to be in the medical field, and I have my love in music. I think much better than other way around. People always ask me, why are you always happy? I ask myself too. I said, probably I have music. I married my music and my instrument. That's why every day I get up. The first thing is play my instrument. Even sometimes I only have five minutes. I have to be there. If I lost these five minutes, I really feel bad. Seems like my day haven't started right. It's that fundamental. Yeah.
Dr. Kathy Wong from Lackawanna County. She is a medical doctor specializing in endocrinology and traditional Chinese medicine. She is a rostered master artist in the Folk and Traditional Arts Partnership with the Pennsylvania Council on the Arts and the Everhart Museum in Scranton. And she will be featured in the Everhart's Second Sunday series as part of that initiative on July 11th, Sunday, July 11th, the second Sunday of July at two in the afternoon. And she will perform, she'll talk about her instrument, and because it's an online performance and presentation, you'll be able to see her incredibly handsome instrument and to see what she was talking about, the picks that she tapes to her fingers, most of her fingers, and she can play in this way. That's Dr. Kathy Wong, and she will be available in a program on the second Sunday of July, July 11th, at 2 o'clock online. It's part of the Folk and Traditional Arts Partnership with the Pennsylvania Council on the Arts and the Everhart Museum in Scranton. And to see that and to learn about the program itself, everhart-museum.org, everhart-museum.org. And Everhart is E-V-E-R-H-A-R-T, everhart-museum.org. We spoke with Dr. Wong during a visit where she performed like this for us, and she spoke about her instrument and her life in music, and that was in 2014 for Artsy. Mm-hmm.